0: From his Paradise Valley studios, under the watchful eye of the praying monk, this is RadioWilder.com with Harry. Over 65 years of rock and roll, six decades of attitude, music stories, and life.
1: Friday, November 10th, happy to have you back at Radio Wilder, or between Terry and I as we exchange messages and emails and texts, RWS, which is Radio Wilder Showtimes, and this is Showtime number eight. We have some different changes on our website, upgrades, we call them. We have our first two winners of the Sacred Canyon Treat Packages that the, the names are Rick Mahoops, Keith Stevens. They've won that delicious trail mix. It's very unique. I've had 19 kinds of trail mixes, but never one like Rick and the folks at Sacred Canyon put together. So they'll be sent out. So when you go to the treats, make sure you give us all the information. Otherwise, Terry and I'll eat them if we don't have any mailing address. Terry has added two additional platforms other than in addition to iTunes. We have Stitcher, which I'd never heard of, but apparently that is a platform that's going to be in more and more cars. That may, gives you easier access to podcasts. And then we also have—he's added, of course, everybody's familiar with Google Play for the Android users. So those are those should be easy access to get to to get both of those. The request line—we uh, had a couple hiccups. It's now open and ready to go. So get your requests in. And as I say every week, I'll change one or two words, but we're out five weeks on request. We'll do one a week on the show. And for me, it's a positive because you have an opportunity to experience the show. You can't go away because if I promise you I'll play your request, you will. At least go till you hear your request. And hopefully by then you'll enjoy the show and be requesting others and doing anything else. Sometimes I've already answered questions and people ask how do you pick from thousands and thousands of songs how do you get it down to 14 or 15 tunes uh, I try to do it without all the particulars to where it's kind of natural just kind of a nice easy flow and I don't want to hand pick it and say give me a 60 or give me a 50 or any of that stuff so sometimes I'll take a look when it's completed and think wow that is really a, a good one a strange one this particular one this week I like it. I'm comfortable with all the sounds. I, I shuffled and I heard two that match up really nice together. We've got a good Deuces or Wilder. The only addition, the only hand picked I did put in this week, was in honor of losing Antoine Fats Domino. He died on the 24th of October. 89 year old legend, uh, Hall of Famer, etc. So, uh, other than that, it's going to be natural, and so. Let's listen to some music.
2: Take me through the future It's time you'll find Just another color-coded crime Incision and a suture You told my friend We were it on no matter when A super cavitation Let's go, you show me something The one will ever know A love hallucination Another long super Lost in California Let's feel this wheel Take a spin to find out how we feel Just around the corner Slow down, for sound. Turn it up and know we can't be found The body that we transcend Asleep, you weep Find out that the trick is never cheap A melancholy girlfriend
3: Another lonely superstar.
2: Tonight, alright, drive the constellation. It's time you're bound just another color coded crime. The song is fascination, another lonely superstar.
1: Red Hot Chili Peppers make their debut on the Wilder program. Traveling Wilburys, British-American supergroup. What a compilation of talent is involved in this group. You've got Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Tom Petty, and the person that most people think had the most pure, beautiful, sweet-sounding voice in rock and roll, Roy Orbison. The two odd people in here, Jeff Lynn, is the lead guitar player for ELO, super prolific. We have a little touch of ELO later in the show, actually, this particular one. And then Jim Keltner, Jim is known as the, probably the best session drummer in the world. So you put these people together and I I wonder how did they all get along and how did they get together and what? Who's the one? What was the genesis of getting them together? But the Traveling Wheelberries, that's an all-star group. As I said, that's a super group. So let's listen to them. surprises me about that is how beautifully their voices blend great Uh, Roy died a couple of years after that and that was the end of the group but that's that's a nice uh, that's a nice talent show going on there Chicago they're going to make their debut in the Wilder program started off in 67 uh, around DePaul University as a cover group playing in clubs, doing some cover stuff, Uh, a good-sized group, six, seven, eight players, and they were actually art students to begin with. They started to get a little bit of traction, and their very first album that they went for was a double album, which was super risky and super expensive. Didn't say when I checked up on them who got the money, but... Over a period of time, then they evolved from that name. They were actually called the, the Thing or The Other Thing to begin with. Then they were Chicago Transit Authority. Then they just dropped it to Chicago. Over 31 albums, sold a ton, uh, a wonderful group with lots and lots of variety. They've had tremendous staying power off and on for over 40 years. So let's go to Chicago. stronger every day. Yes I am and happy to feel that way. Next group that we're gonna to listen to, all kids relate to it. They probably heard this type of a message. It's a quick, easy little coasters group from the 50s, but it came up and I saw it and I liked it. So let's have a let's have a listen. Take
4: out the papers and the trash. Or you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrub that kitchen floor, you ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Yes.
5: Don't do back.
4: Just finish cleaning up your room. Let's see that dust flower You just put on your coat and hat and walk yourself to the laundry mat. And when you finish doing that, bring in the dog and put out the cat. Yeah,
6: yeah. Don't talk back.
4: Me, no dirty looks. Your father's hip, he knows what comes. Just tell your hoodlum frill outside. You ain't got time to take a ride. Yaggedy
6: yak! Don't talk back.
4: Yaggedy yak, yaggedy yak. Yaggedy yak.
1: Jerry, Blondie. So the coaster song, if you go back and play that off the list or listen to it, the drummer was doing what we used to call the shuffle. There are different speeds of shuffle, but it's kind of an urgent, kind of a little upbeat, keeps you really moving along. And it it was, uh, it's a good dancing beat and it's a good beat to keep a, a song moving along. Now we come to request time. Actually, it's one of my favorite, favorite ladies making this request, Ashley Urich. Ashley and I have been together at work, at the office, even though she's a youngster, for about 11 years. She's currently on the... uh, She's our operations director for Tenant Property Protection, helps out in other areas. She's a little wizard. She does about 19 other things in her life. I don't know how she has time to do it. She's a workout freak, looks great, uh, happy in life, Rides and handles horses. She's got probably four or five thousand followers on Facebook for all her adventures. And Ashley has asked me to throw out a little bit of Garth Brooks for her, so we're going to do some Garth Brooks. And what I didn't realize when I looked up Garth, his first name is Troyle. It's like Royal with the T. And he's actually sold more. Single as a solo artist, he has sold more records in the United States than Elvis Presley, about 160 million. Elvis did 148, of course. The Champs, the Beatles, have sold the most, but we're talking about a solo artist. So, Ashley, you asked for some Garth, here is Garth.
0: People say she's only in my head It's gonna take time but I'll forget They say I need to get on with my life But they don't realize Is when you're dialing six numbers just to hang up the phone Driving cross town just to see if she's home and a friend in the dead of night Just to hear him say it's gonna be alright When you're finding things to do not to fall asleep Cause you know she'll be there in your dreams That's when she's more than a memory Took a match to everything she ever wrote watched her words go up in smoke. Tore all her pictures off the wall. That ain't helping me at Cause when you're talking out loud but nobody's there, you look like hell and you just don't care. Drinking more than you ever drank, sinking down lower and you find yourself falling down upon your knees Praying to God and begging and pleading hang up the phone driving cross town just to see if she's home waking a friend in the dead of night uh, just to hear him say it's gonna be all right when you're finding things to do not to fall asleep because she you knows she'll be there in your dreams that's when she's more than a man ¶ Say she's only in my head
1: ¶¶¶ It's gonna take time, but I'll forget ¶¶¶ I just realized something. Maybe the people that are picking the country and western tunes, because we've had a fair amount of them lately, uh, they're not really asking me for any particular tunes, so maybe it's dangerous that I jump into the country of western corral and picking for myself, but I listened to Garth and uh, that sounded good to me. And so actually, hopefully you like it. I really was amazed at how prolific he was. So we're gonna introduce another group new to the Radio Wilder program with several of their tunes in the inventory, like them. So welcome back or welcome to the Radio Wilder Stage Coldplay.
0: for listening to Harry on RadioWilder.com
1: Ah, the fat man. Mr. Fats Domino. New Orleans, one of their favorite, if not their favorite son. Eleven top ten hits. Some real classics. New Orleans conjures up a lot of memories for me. In 1978, anybody who knows me knows I'm my, my football boys are the Dallas Cowboys. I may never see another trophy in my closet, but I'm very loyal to the Cowboys. So in 78, they made it to the Super Bowl. They were going to play the Orange Crush Denver Broncos. So my partner in my pants, our pants business in El Paso Strider Pant Company, Hud Jones. Hud's gone now, but we think about him a lot. Uh, we kept telling ourselves, well, if they make it, if they make it to the bowl, we're going. I'd never been to New Orleans in my life. And we had another friend, Brian Davenport, who was in Dallas, he's a jeweler. And we were talking to him and he said, if you guys make it, if you get down there, he said, I've got a suite at the Holiday Inn. And he said, I'll give, it to you. I'll give you a suite at the Holiday Inn. Well, we tried to get some tickets and we really couldn't. So another friend, my one of my five or six lifelong buddies, very close, love him, Doug Kasner, he happened to be up in Denver, he now lives in Dallas. But we reached out to him and threw an ad in the Denver, he said, ask him, he sent us the Denver paper or something. So we reached out and saw an ad in there. And Peter Max was the artist that did the tickets then. Pretty famous guy, did a lot of Sports Illustrated stuff. So we called this guy up and we made a deal to meet him at DFW about 12 o'clock at night. 600 bucks a ticket. And he showed. We showed, bought the tickets, had no idea if they were good or not. Next morning, we got up, and you could fly to Houston, but you had to drive because the flights were all packed from Houston to New Orleans. So Hud and I drove down there, and that same morning, we got to open the Dallas newspaper and found our sections, at least in the spread of showing what what the stadium layout was, of course, I know we don't know if they're fake still, so we called Brian say we're coming down here. What about that suite? So I remember driving in about five five thirty, going over the GNO bridge, Greater New Orleans bridge, and uh, the sun was setting. And we showed up at the hotel, and Brian said, "Here you got your suite." So we go to our suite, and Hud took off and did something I forgot. And I took a shower, and I was I came out of the shower and. All of a sudden, there was a pretty urgent knocking on the door, so I put a towel around me, and I just kind of peeked, and there was a guy standing there with this big, huge fruit basket. He said, are you Senator so-and-so? Of course. You know, I'm a sales guy. I said, yes, I am. He said, well, here, this is for you. Who the hell knows where it came from or what it was. I don't even remember the senator's name. So that was a good start. Then we went out that night partying, of course, got introduced to this trip, had a great time. And so the next day Brian said, "Well I want to take you guys to an oyster bar. Well I stay about as far away from oysters, no matter what the uh, promises they may bring. I don't need them, don't want them. So HUD and Brian and I went to this oyster bar and they had oysters and you know we had our drinks and stuff. So it's probably about one o'clock. <clears throat> go down to the elevator to get up on the floor and I opened the elevator and there are about 5 people in the elevator and there's a really cute miniature little girl over in the corner, a little dark-haired girl, dark eyes, dark hair. She looked like a midget basically, not really a midget height, I don't want to say that. It's just not she looked like a very very a waif is probably a better term. And and there was an, another couple of people in there and so you know, it's warmed up pretty good after the oyster bar. So I said to her, I said, Hey, would you like to go to the Super Bowl with me tomorrow? And she shook her head no. And I tried to be persistent, but she blew me off. There was a a fairly large girl uh, on the other side of the elevator. She said, I'll go with you. And I said, Well, that's real nice of you. I appreciate that, but this is a girl I would really like to go with, and I'll give her one more offer. And she said No. So she had another girl with her, taller version of her, dark-haired also, had that olive, what I later learned was a Cajun complexion. Well, she, as soon as they went down, I told Brian, he was driving, I said, follow him. So we went down about three floors going, descending, and when we got down to the bottom, I leaned out to the window to say the same thing, and she was on the other side of the car, she ignored me. But her sister turned out to be, her name was Marie, she yelled a phone number at me. Well, I'm pretty good with phone numbers. I remember them all. And so as soon as we got back to the room, I called and I basically badgered her into going out with me. And so Hud and Brian, and her, her name is Diane. It was Diane Guidry then. We went out and we were having a great time out of the quarter and having a good time. And all of a sudden... Uh, and and I said, can you can you get a date for my friend Hud? And she said, okay. So we were out having a nice time, and all of a sudden, I had kind of a in a haze because it was about four o'clock in the morning. She came up and grabbed me by the shirt collar and said, Are you married? I said, No, I'm not. And she said, Well, your friend is, and you should have never. She gave me a good thrashing, lined it up, and I went, Uh, what could I say? You know, I was guilty. So. She then agreed to go to the Super Bowl with me, which, of course, was awesome, except I had no Super Bowl ticket for her. So we scrounged around, found them, paid more than we did for our first, I believe, and we went to the glory of the Super Bowl where I saw my beloved Cowboys beat the crap out of Denver. And the reason I really like that is because Denver's quarterback was Craig Morton, and he stunk as far as I was concerned and blew a lot of Cowboy games. That was my two cents worth. So it was all glory and all beautiful. Had a wonderful time. So Hud and I just decided we were, we were euphoric, and we decided to just hang around in New Orleans. And of course, we didn't make that much money. We did own the stores, but we were not, we, were not, we didn't have some kind of an empire. So pretty soon, we were, he called his girlfriend to come, and I just hung out with Diane, and we started off acting big at the suite, and then one night later, each almost each of the next three days, we downgraded as our funds went down. Pretty soon, we were out on Veterans Highway, and it, it was <laughs> such trafficking going on, you know the kind of trafficking I'm talking about, that we each had a room. Well, they came and stayed in my bed, uh, not Diane. She was at her house, but Hud and Loretta and I, because we were afraid to be in separate rooms. So I'm going to fast-forward this story and say Diane was... Uh, she, you know, she, anything that was going to happen between us on a romantic situation was going to be done as far as she was concerned with marriage and that kind of stuff. And, of course, I was not interested in that at the time. But we saw each other off uh, once a year for four years. I go down at Christmas to say hi. We see her, and, you know, that was that. And I think she was actually engaged to a doc at that time. Well, long, long, long story coming to a pointed end. We ended up getting married. So I'm going to call her my Super Bowl wife. We ended up getting married. She's a wonderful girl, great girl, great family, all of them. Love them all. Wonderful. There's nothing like a family of wonderful Cajuns. And we stayed married for 16 years. So it's going to be hard for you to top my Super Bowl story. So we'll just let it alone, and I'll have the fond memory of New Orleans, and let's have Fats sing to me.
5: This time I'm walking to.
1: Okay, so I promised you wilder stories and it is the story of my life. There's a postscript to this. So my daughters live out in California. She's having a good time. She meets this guy. I think it's a country and western dancing lessons or some country and western thing. Turns out he's from New Orleans. This is completely, has nothing to do with anything I was doing. Meets the guy. Ends up marrying him. And believe it or not, Ends up marrying the guy in the exact same church, and believe me, New Orleans has a million churches that I got married in. So she got her own Cajun, I got my own Cajun. So that's hopefully that New Orleans stories has got has some legs.
0: Let's get the songs on the air. It's time for Harry's Deuces Are Wilder on RadioWilder.com.
1: Now we're going to go pop into the Deuces Are Wilder collection. We're going to go out. And we're going to pick up a 1968 tune by Deep Purple. They were actually one of the early, what I would call heavy metal groups. And they had six, seven people. And they actually still, they've been on and off, on and off, Well, they just finished, mostly on, they just finished their farewell tour. I know they were in Hamburg in uh, May of this year. And then the next group is kind of a kind of a, I don't know what you want to call them, they were, they were kind of a, an electric pop group, them, a psychedelic pop would be a better word to describe them for Britain. Came out in the end of the 90s, had a couple of other comebacks, and I think they did something in 2014. So let's go into the collection, let's have a deuces or wilder, and let's hush. shaker they covered deep purple so i have to make a quick correction i got my wires crossed up a little bit actually chicago as they began were did cover songs and did bands they had nothing to do with being art students but in fact the next band hall of famer 2002 inducted in the hall of fame talking heads they were the art students they started in 1975 Ran probably had a great run up until about '91, and then again inducted in about 11 years. Headed by David Byrne, let's listen to the Talking Heads, and listen. And actually, they they did some of the some of the most original way to record. They did some stuff on their own. They invented some different kind of recording things that really sound interesting and unique. And they get the credit for that. Other people have picked up on it. Even people that are doing little digital stuff on their own. They started that kind of stuff. Very simplistic and turned it into a full-fledged big-time sound. Sometimes Renegades by ex ambassadors, a couple years old, but this tune got some legs, got some real play, as you'll, re- it'll remind you and let you know that is this is the song behind most of the Jeep Renegade commercials. So they're pretty thrilled with that song. Love the words. I'd, I'd like to be called a renegade, be proud of them, and the people that are involved in the words. Certainly are renegades, successful and very cool people. Ex-ambassadors doing renegades. ¶¶
3: I feel Come close and underneath
1: you want crying? Probably none of us really do, unless it's crying for joy if you have some tremendous victory. Domins, a foreign group, girls dominating the band, urgent, powerful little group. So I don't know if you want crying or not, but you're going to get crying from the Domins. I have to admit, that's a weakness of mine. Love the girl groups. The energetic, they jack me up, amplify me, and they've really, that's probably, the for me, the one of the best contributions of the Underground Garage. Not only do they feature them, but over the last 25 or 30 years, some really great ones. Nothing sexier to me than seeing girls playing hard, playing lead guitar, playing drums into it. They're just as great as the guys, and it's just so different after all the years of not having tons and tons of them so okay so I'm weak when I see the girls they excite me up on the stage we're gonna go out and have another visit we had an earlier one from mr. Jeff Lynn you remember he was with the Wilbur willberries and he is the lead guitar player for ELO another one of those things that the research is actually thrilling to me is Because from 1972 to 1986, they had more top 40 hits than anybody. I couldn't have imagined it, and I couldn't have guessed it. So this song is A Long Black Road, and it's a song from American Hustle, which I don't know if you saw the movie or not. It's a 2013. It's a good tune. So it, it... In fact, American Hustle has a really good soundtrack of a lot of nice covered. I I have probably 10 or 15 all over the place that are really well done and good. So if if you have a chance, check out American Hustle soundtrack. You're going to like it. go back to the wheelbarrows and hear End of the Line I think it's the second or third song we played you can hear his voice blending in and doing a really nice job of all of that so next week's show I can't tell you much about it except yes Steve Nagel we're going to play Pat Benatar she'll come on and I just decided a little while ago I'd like to hear Sunshine of Your Love and talk about them a little bit so we'll have that figure out the rest once I throw the magic eight ball up in the air we'll be giving away more of our treats of course and hopefully folks with the androids are going to be joining us and also I don't know much again about the Stitcher but it's Terry says it's great so it's great so we're going to end it today with a song that I, I love, really like the the lyrics drive you like a Cadillac roll you like a half a pack of cigarettes we're going to go out We're going to feel some love. Thanks again for everybody who listens to us. Every single week the audience is growing, which I'm very pleased with. And I'll do my best to get better. Terry's doing his best to get better. We're getting uh, the request, as I said, out five or six weeks. And we may have, may have a shocker with a very young girl, a 13, 14, 15-year-old girl. Maybe she is playing some drums if her dad sends it in to me i'm gonna put it on because that's the kind of stuff i like so i feel love i feel love for everybody coming out here i really really appreciate thanks terry again thanks dave thanks everybody else thanks guys in london i don't have your name right in front of me for making this platform work so let's feel some love